Velo yachol Yosef lihitapeg. Yosef could not contain himself. Friends, welcome to the poem, the Parsha, the podcast. I'm Rivi. And I'm Adrian. And I stepped on your sentence there. But Adrian, hello. Hello. It is winter break, but there is no break from Parsha or poems. Never. And this week's Parsha, there's a scene that is simply overwhelming. And Yosef himself cannot contain himself. It is, of course, the moment when he finally reveals to his brothers his true identity. And we have a reunion of sorts. Would you like to share the poem that you've selected? Absolutely. Um, I chose Reunion by Dana Joya this week. Um, Dana Joya is a, a, a writer who came to poetry later in life. Um, and has been deeply invested in making poetry matter, not just for academics, but for everyone, and bringing, bringing poetry to the people. Um, and this is the first poem that we have selected that is end-rhymed, and it has this really intense musical quality that I think, when we think about reunions, I think we think of like this sort of groundswell, right? We've got the emotional groundswell, we've got the background music, we've got the, the coming together of the, the separated, and um, I think the end rhyme in this poetry really sort of pushes that and, and we enter it through the music. Um, so Adrian, tell us the, op- the obvious. What is end rhymed? End rhymed means that the, at the end of the line, there is a word that rhymes with the, with the end of, the word at the end of the line in either the next line or the line after. So it's, when we think of end rhyme songs, we really think of like popular music. Popular music is full of end rhyme. Um, melody in general is full of end rhyme. Um, and it's really like, it is really a way of thinking about, you know, and, and this was Joy's idea of like, poetry that is immediately recognizable and relatable. Um, I love that because what's more relatable than the story of Yosef when he is, you know, has this reunion with his brothers who have seen him over this last few parshiot. They do not know him. He knows them. And this is absolutely one of the most dramatic scenes we've been waiting for. We have been so patient till Parshat by Yigash and we get to see this slowly revealed. So let's get to the poem. Reunion by Dana Joya. This is my past where no one knows me. These are my friends whom I can't name. Here in a field where no one chose me, the face older, the voices the same. Why does this stranger rise to greet me? What is the joke that makes him smile as he calls the children together to meet me, bringing them forward in single file? I nod, pretending to recognize them, not knowing exactly what I should say. Why does my presence seem to surprise them? Who is the woman who turns away? Is this my home or an illusion? The bread on the table smells achingly real. Must I at last solve my confusion or is confusion all I can feel? What speaks to you here in connection to Yosef and his brothers? I think we've entered the imagination of the reunion, right? Like we have come to this place, they've, they know, they, didn't recognize each other for like this long, long period of time. 
And so then suddenly the face is older, the voice is the same. Why mm. does the stranger rise to greet me? Suddenly they're they're play they're sort of playing out this moment. And to me it feels like a play. It feels like theatrical. Like the you know, the brothers coming together. I'm I'm this brother, I'm this brother. Um and so like there I, I feel like we have that right here. Kiniv halu mi panav. Yes. It's in Pasuk Gimel in chapter forty five in Bereshit. And it has absolutely been uh, rendered through art and absolutely in cinema and it's just astounding they are just totally taken aback and why does my presence seem to surprise them yes absolutely hits home here yes and and the here in a field where no one chose me this is my past where no one knows me like we've come from this place of of anonymity almost and then we here come the brothers and there's this intense reunion like I read those psukim and I was just like oh my I had not ever read them in that sort of emotional context before I hadn't ever thought about it I had never thought about it in that in this way of like They've been separated. They've had all sorts of terrible things happen between them and to them. And then here they are having this moment and it feels to me like, like there just isn't language to describe all that's happening between them, like this weird reintroduction and all of the things they're carrying with them, like all of the, all of the what has happened. What's so just remarkable to me, Adrian, is that you just mentioned two things that I had circled and made note of before our conversation. I wrote in big letters, emotions, on my passage here from the Chumash, because what we have here are so many emotions. Yosef can't contain himself in the first verse. Mm -hmm. uh, he is crying. And there's a beautiful study on Yosef cries more than any other biblical character. Yes, he does. He's, he's a crier. Um, they are nivhalu. They are just frightened of him. And then he comes out with the whole, you know, he comes out with a rush of narrative. Yes. I'm Yosef. How's our, our father? You sold me. Again, reminding them you sold me. And then he shares how he has navigated all that has happened to him through the lens of God has really been the one directing all of this. You wanted to do me bad. God had this plan and it was in order to give us, you know, food in this country. And then um, again, he cries at the end with Yudalad at verse 14 mm -hmm. on the on the shoulders of Binyamin. And then he kisses all his brothers and again cries with all of them. And the most comforting line to me here is, there's the reunion. Yeah. Then they're all talking. Uh, yeah. But I need to mention the other piece that I wrote down. Tell me. Here in a field where no one chose me. Yes. So what do you think when you hear the word field? Because I have a lot of thoughts around that word field. Um, I, 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 I also have a lot of thoughts. Um, I think of... The first thought that pops into my head is that Rumi poem, Out Beyond Rightfulness and wrong for it, Wrongfulness, There is a Field, I Will Meet You There. Um, 
And then the other one is like an actual field, like this actual, like this open space. And I'm envisioning it as flat, right? And then there, and there's no, there's no escaping the, what is happening, right? Because there's no place to go. Well, I think it's phenomenal that you said that because I'm going to remind you, Adrian. Yes. That it all started in a field. Yes. he And it was, remember, Yaakov, Jacob, his father, sends Joseph out to the field. And he has made a mistake in the field. He's lost. He can't find his brothers that day that Jacob has sent him out to meet the brothers. And then, of course, the mysterious person gives him direction. He finds his brothers. He's sold down to Egypt. Oh, my God. And so the whole thing begins there in the field. We are back in the field. That's why what a nice envelope story, right? I it's, it's the end rhyme. It's the end rhyme of the narrative. Like we've got the field in the beginning, we've got the field in the end, we've come back to that music again. And this is the magic, frankly, of the poem and the parsha, because it is when you take this piece of beautiful poetry and you hold it up next to this narrative from the Parsha, and they begin to reflect off of each other, and we begin to discover things. So here in the field where no one chose me, there, there was Yosef, the faces older, the voices the same. And I, I actually do wonder, you know, I obviously, I guess Yosef was so young, he was 17, perhaps his voice was not the grown-up voice. Voices do change. Yes. So they don't recognize his face, and they also don't recognize his voice. And the other thought is, you know, is he speaking to them in Egyptian? I assume that he is. And, you yes. know, sometimes voices sound different depending on yeah. what language you're speaking. Yes. It's interesting. Yes, 100%. Um, I, all of the... Yiddish speakers I know, their voice goes up an octave when they speak Yiddish. A full octave. It, it's just something that happens. It does. It just happens. Um, I, I see it in my own family. I see it in the people around me. There's this, the change in the actual sound that you hear is remarkable. And then with, you know, with the passing of time, it's, yeah, that... Can you imagine Yosef standing there looking at them? I really... Like, I, I can't get past that. And that's why the, la the last stanza, is yes. this my home or an illusion? And so to me, so we're talking reunion. And we can talk about home. What is, what is a home? A home is people. It's not necessarily the building. Of yes. course, buildings, homes, houses, all important. But yes. home is family. And... So is this my home? Like, has, have they transported his home here in Egypt? Or is this an illusion? Because I can totally believe that they're probably pinching themselves. Is this yes. really happening? Or is confusion all I can feel? Yes. Yeah. And, and the, bre the bread on the table smells achingly real. Now, they're living through a famine. And remember, when they sat down to eat, there had to be yes. a whole bit of jockeying around. You know, he can't sit at the table. He has to pretend that he's Egyptian. The food is very different. Yes. And so, yes. And, and what's interesting, and we can absolutely talk about this other times, but food is so essential to memory, to home, yes. to, uh, to reunions. To reunions. You know, whenever you're planning a reunion, come on, you got to talk about the menu. 
Um, of course. And so, and this whole narrative is about bread. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, friends. Uh, last words, Adrian. Before we pull this to a close. The bread on the table smells achingly real. I just I love that image, and I I would like to end as my as my teacher always told me end on the image. Don't explain it. Don't give it emotions. End on the image. Let the image carry you into the next thing. And so I think we should end on that image and let the bread on the table carry us into the next Pasha. And that will be a thrill. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for the Poem of the Parsha and the podcast. Thank you for listening. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. 12 